What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy, Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet. And this episode is brought to you by my patient wife who has stuck with me even though I haven't quite figured out how to soundproof this room yet. All right, so we are on the gatherer. Let's go ahead and zoom down to everybody's favorite button, the random card button. Let's go ahead and click on that. Let's see, what are we looking at this day? <laughs> All right, well... We, uh, we've we landed on an interesting one. I didn't even realize these were in the Gatherer. So, what we are looking at today is a card called Form of the Muldrifter. And this is actually a playtest card that was originally put out uh, earlier, well, late uh, 2019 in the Mystery Booster product. And uh, these are cards that actually apparently are the same type of cards that are used at Wizards of the Coast when they're playtesting various mechanics and different ideas. Uh, and some of them are pretty darn ridiculous. And it, it's funny because a lot of these playtest cards um, you can look at and kind of see like what they were thinking of and how things be became what they are. Uh, and there's some that are like crazy overpowered and absolutely ridiculous and you look at it and it's like man i'm really glad they never printed that and then other ones you look at them and it's just like really that's a thing um and then some of them are just like all right actually that's that's not bad that's pretty pretty decent i can imagine that fitting somewhere but the one thing that's really evident in all of the playtest cards is that um <laughs> sorry i got a cat all up in my business but that's that's pretty par for the course around here so one of the thing with all the playtest cards is uh the the flavor of them is really silly like and it, it seems like the people who design these at wizards have some fun with um with what they are and like they'll call them what they are like there, there was uh one that where they had uh the one that will always stick with me that got that really tickled me I don't know if it tickled anybody else. Presumably there's at least one playtester at Wizards who enjoyed it. It was called Bear with Sets Mechanic. And it was just a 2-2 two, two for 2 with some really generic like keyword that we haven't seen before. Um, it was clearly whatever keyword was in the set when that was being designed. And that made me super happy because every freaking set ever has had a 2-2 two, two for 2 with whatever the new keyword is on it i mean okay not every set ever but a lot of them like that is not uncommon like it, well it's so common that we just call them bears we don't even like yeah it's uh it's 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 fun so anyway all that to say these playtest cards are silly like they're they're so weird they're not even unsets like they're not they're they haven't seen any official printing they're not real these are just a silly little thing that presumably at some point somebody at Wizards put onto a playtest card just to see can something like this work? You know, can we play with this? And I would imagine every single card that we have ever played with, at least in recent memory, uh, has had a playtest card like this, you know, at Wizards headquarters at some point. So these are some especially funny ones, and they decided to share them with the world, presumably because they realized, yeah, we're never going to actually print these, so we might as well share them because we had some fun with these. So this particular one is Form of the Muldrifter. It is a tribal enchantment elemental. Okay, so it's, it's an enchantment that is apparently the tribe elemental, which I know tribal enchantments are a thing, and it costs four generic and one blue. And it says, win card name. Um, also, in playtest cards, whenever there's a card name 
whenever that's the the word that appears what that basically means is insert the name of this card that you're looking at so it would read you know if this had been printed in a real set it would read when form of the muldrifter enters the battlefield draw two cards okay cool well it's a muldrifter cost five you draw two cards when you play great you may cast creature cards from your hand as though they were the card muldrifter and you can still evoke this way they're muldrifters so <laughs> um basically Every single creature you have in your hand becomes a Muldrifter. And uh, Muldrifter, if you're not familiar, it is a card uh, that it is an elemental that when you can pay five and it comes into play, I believe it's a 2 2 with flying and you draw two cards. Or you can evoke it and pay like three. I think it's one generic and two blue, if I remember correctly. And when you evoke, you play the card. You play the creature at a reduced rate, and then you have to sacrifice it the moment it comes into play. And so it kind of functions like a sorcery, almost, because it comes into play, you get the end of the battlefield effect, and then it dies. There are ways around that. There are ways to abuse it. You know, so if you play, like, Muldrifter, and then, like, Crystal Shard it back up into your hand, then, okay. You know, then, then it comes back into your hand before you can sacrifice it, and then you can do it again, presumably. So, all right, there are ways around that. You can also sacrifice it to other stuff stuff to get value so there there are ways to you know because you do have that body on the on board for half a second um so yeah this turns all of your creatures into mull drifters so that's ridiculous and i'm really glad they didn't play this i'm really glad they never actually printed this um because that would be absolutely bonkers so what because the thing that it it doesn't really address is so you may cast them as though they were muldrifters but does that mean that once they're in play they are they muldrifters in in play and you, so you may cast them as though they were muldrifters so you you can play them as a muldrifter or you could play them as whatever they were is that how that works um well because then that could be kind of fun because you could do some interesting things with it where you know, having every single card in your hand be a second copy of something that's pretty decent. You know, like Muldrifter is never bad. If you're playing blue, you're never sad to see it because at the absolute worst case scenario, you pay three and draw two cards. That's great. <laughs> you know, again, you're never going to be mad at that. Divination is a is a staple blue spell for a reason. It's pay three, draw two cards. You can't go wrong. Council of the Sword of Tommy is also the, that you know, a functional reprint. Anyway, um... Cool. Also, there are some rulings. What judge actually felt the need to weigh in on how the hell form of the Muldrifter would operate? All right. This is weird enough. I, I need to I need to read these. Um, yeah, so this tech... It, yeah, this, this whole thing... These mystery boosters are crazy. Oh, and the artist uh, it actually got recognized on gatherer it was apparent the art on this particular test card was a gentleman named george fan who's presumably with the, the playtesting group over in wizards and it's a black and white um sketch of what appears to be um you know a wizard or perhaps it, it's difficult to tell exactly but there's clearly um a person wearing like a vest and a hat uh who has turned into a fish 
So there's a fish person, or there's a fish kind of standing upright with a vest and a hat on, looking down at, or, and there's a book, like kind of in midair in front of him as though he just, he or she just transformed into this fish. And the look on the fish's face is one of kind of surprise and concern, I would say. So as though this person was just reading a book, minding their own business, and then boom, all of a sudden they were fish. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. It tells a fun little story. And it's, you know, it, it is a well-drawn sketch, but it's clearly an old pencil sketch. You know, they inked it before printing it off on um, on the card itself. But anyway, that's kind of fun. Um, so the rulings. <clears throat> okay, let strap in. I have a feeling that this one might run a little long because the rules on this card, I mean, I couldn't even scroll down to the rulings before just going on about, about the rulings. So yeah, strap in. Yeah. If you want, if you want to go grab some snacks, now's not a bad, not a bad time to do that. You need to hit the bathroom because we might be a minute. I'll wait. Yeah. I'm still here. Still waiting. Just making sure that we don't have any dead air. Cause I know that that's like way not okay. Yeah. I know it's a podcast and you could pause it, but you know, I like to think that someday this might get broadcast over the radio, so I'm just going to make sure we don't have any dead air. And Okay, are, are, are you done? All right, let's go. So, rulings. On November 12th, 2019, there were four separate rulings on this. Presumably, this was around the time they were printed. And I find it funny that there are rulings because this card will never, ever see constructed play. <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, ruling number one. Muldrifter is a 2-2 blue elemental creature with mana cost 4 and a blue, and the abilities flying. When Muldrifter enters the battlefield, draw 2 cards and evoke for 2 and a blue. Okay, I don't know why that needed to be spelled out in the ruling text, because you can always just look up Muldrifter. Um, also, I find it kind of funny, uh, on the image that is in Gatherer, there's a, you can actually see peeking out from behind this card, it, uh, behind the test card, which is not the same size as a full uh, magic card there you can tell that it's actually sitting on top of a copy of Muldrifter which is kind of fun all right uh, so ruling number two same day November 12th evoke two and a blue means you may cast the spell by paying two and a blue rather than its mana cost and when this permanent enters the battlefield if its evoke cost was paid its controller sacrifices it okay so basically just telling us what the hell a Muldrifter is and how that works all right, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, th that is something you definitely need to know if you're going to be playing this card. All right, so we're halfway through the rulings, and these aren't quite as exciting or as uh, in-depth as I was hoping. Hopefully these last two can really bring it home. All right, ruling number three, November 12th, 2019. A creature card cast this way has Muldrifter's characteristics until it leaves the battlefield or leaves the stack rather than by resolving. These characteristics are copyable values of that object. Got it. Okay, so if I'm reading that correctly, what that means is, so I have a, let's say a grizzly bear in my hand. Normally, two, two for two. Good old-fashioned bear. I can, rather than pay the one generic and one green to cast uh, a grizzly bear and have a two, two, I could in instead pay two generic, and one blue, and evoke a Muldrifter using the Grizzly Bear. When it's on the stack, it's a Muldrifter. When it hits the battlefield, it's a Muldrifter. So it's a 2-2 with flying, and when it hits the battlefield, since it's a Muldrifter, I draw two cards, and then I have to sacrifice it because I evoked it. Now, the moment that it leaves the battlefield and hits the graveyard, in that instance, 
it stops becoming a Muldrifter and it's back to being a Grizzly Bear. Uh, because the card in the graveyard is no longer the creature on the field. It doesn't have the characteristics of a Muldrifter at all. Um, so that's interesting. The flip side to that is uh, when it's in play, it is a Muldrifter. Period. End of discussion. So Grizzly Bear is not a great example. So let's go ahead and switch it up. So let's say I have an Emrakul, the Aeon's Torn, in my hand. Big fat Eldrazi worth like 50 bucks or whatever right now because it's just insane which if i'm not mistaken is a 10 10 for 10 or 11 or 12 or whatever it is it's one of those just game shattering um you know metal warping kind of creatures um and so let's go ahead and say i choose to play that for you know four generic and a blue so it comes into play as a muldrifter so what my opponents in a physical game would see is they will see an Emrakul sitting on the battlefield. But instead of being an Emrakul, that is going to be a 2-2 flyer. A 2-2 flying fish. And that's all it is going to be. So Emrakul generally is huge. It flies. It has the uh, Annihilator, like 12 or whatever it is. Okay, that's hyperbolic, but... It has the, the ability Annihilator, so whenever it attacks, it forces the defending player to sacrifice permanence. It's crazy. Well, in this case, none of that happens. So if I take my Emrakul card, which I paid 50 bucks for, and I better have double-sleeved, I can tap it, swing it at my opponent, and they don't have to do squat, and they can block it with a 2-2 and trade, or a 2-3 and win that fight. <laughs> but in the case of Emrakul, when Emrakul hits the graveyard from anywhere you have to shuffle your graveyard into your library well in that instance once it dies and it's the graveyard it's back to being emrakul so i have to shuffle my graveyard into my library because it's no longer a freaking muldrifter that is such a weird interaction and so well wow in that case actually if if for some reason i'm about to get milled out and i have an emrakul in my hand but i don't have the mana to cast him rather and i don't have any way to discard him i can evoke him <laughs> Uh, draw the two, have it, uh, have to sacrifice it to the evoke cost, have it go back to the graveyard, then shuffle the graveyard back to my library. That is such a weird, janky interaction. And I kind of love it. <laughs> okay, so that's the kind of BS nonsense that I love creating. So, form of the Maltrifter, this card is jank, this card is weird, this card will never, ever, ever see the light of day because of weird crazy interactions like that and also the flip side is um it basically gives all of your creature cards cycling uh where cycling's an, an ability where you well it's like super cycling because cycling's ability where you can pay some kind of cost it's usually uh two or three life or no, i'm sorry two or three mana uh, or sometimes like one mana of a particular color discard a card then draw a card so it's a way of just well, cycling through your hand and taking cards that you don't necessarily need, dumping them and exchanging them for ones that could be valuable. Well, in this case, you would be able to take any creature in your hand, pay three, one of which has to be blue, and basically throw it away and draw two cards. Plus, you have that added benefit of it being in the battlefield for half a second, so you can do crazy stuff with that. Ah, you know... I like this. This is like the kind of card that I would love to build around. But I can also see how easily this could break stuff. And like 
if this ever were to be printed, it would have to be in a silver bordered, like unset kind of a thing. There's no way this effect would ever work. All right, that said, final ruling. Ruling number four, saving the best for last. I suspect this could get weird. All right, if form of the Muldrifter leaves the battlefield, any Muldrifters on the stack or battlefield remain Muldrifters. Yeah, that makes sense. This isn't a spell that says all creatures you have are Muldrifters. You know, it's not all creatures become Muldrifters for as long as form of the Muldrifter remains on the field. Um, in this case, because it is changing the fundamental nature of the of the um, of the card, then well, it it stops being what it is. Oh man, I just thought of another crazy use for this though flicker effects so i can oh my goodness so let's go back to okay i hope you grab those snacks because here we go so here's my here's my thought let's say again i have an emrakul in my hand big huge crazy expensive monster now i can i can pay three two generic and a blue to evoke that Emrakul as a Muldrifter. So I'm going to go ahead and play it. It is a Muldrifter. Once it hits the battlefield, another ability goes on the stack saying that I have to sacrifice it. I then hit it with the Teferi's Time Twist or some other flicker effect. And then it's exiled from the game. The, the sacrifice ability resolves. And now it comes back. But because I did not play it from my hand as a Muldrifter, it is now Emrakul the Aeon's Torn. Holy crap. And so you could basically get any creature you want, no matter what its mana cost is, onto the battlefield for five. And on top of that, you draw two cards while you do it. Oh my goodness, that's disgusting. Yeah, I'm really glad this is never going to see the light of day. Um, and I say that as somebody who really wants to play with it. <laughs> okay, well, oh, and this is, the, allegedly the rarity on this is common, so that's that's fun. <laughs> All right, guys, this has been fun. Form of the Muldrifter, ladies and gentlemen. It's here. We did it. It's even less official than Unglued. Wow. All right. This has been fun. This has been interesting. I didn't even realize these were in Gatherer. I, I got to admit, was not prepared for this. <laughs> but again, we did it. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this little delve into insanity, which uh, incidentally doesn't actually have delve on it. But anyway, that's... <laughs> It's another uh, topic for another day. And as always, this is a point in the program when I mention it's late here. I'm going to come get some sleep. I hope you're having a wonderful day, uh, whether it's off to a great start or it's coming to a conclusion and it happened to be great. Um, yeah, and I hope tomorrow is also an excellent day. But I'll see you before then because this podcast is daily. Um, you know, so the next one will be here within 24 hours or within four minutes if you're binge listening to this in the future. And I also stream every weekday morning over on Twitch at twitch.tv slash hamhocks42. And I'm there every morning, every weekday morning from 5.30 to 6.30. And that is also my morning workout. If you're wondering what the hell that means, come over and check it out. All right, guys. Thanks so much. I'll catch you next time. Have a good one.